Hey, what's up? My name is DeAndre Kiera, and this is Natasha Mina, and you're tuned in to a new episode of Just Let It Glow podcast. Hello, beautiful friend. Hey, mom. Hey, How you. are you? I'm good. I am good. Um, you know, I just came off. I've been really busy. It just seems like mm-hmm. every day there is something, and, and I've been really working at work. Like, it's just... Yes, me too this week. I'm like, what the heck is going on? I I feel like my apartment looks like I've been ripping and running around. Mm -hmm. That's how you know when you're like, damn, I've been sleeping on the couch. I purposely slept on the couch last night. I said, we look ghetto as hell in here. Girl, (laughs) it's bad. Um, But one of my besties got married on Sunday. Yes, congratulations. She looked beautiful. Yes, yes. Um, so that was a lot of fun. Um, and I did that over the weekend and it was nice to, you know, seeing, you know, people and I reconnected with some friends that I hadn't uh, been talking to. <laughs> um, so yeah, you know, I had a good time. My cousin came with me and it was good seeing you, uh, at work. Since we don't That's what I said. You saw me at the wedding. You so stupid. I was there. I was about to say now. Now I think I, I I told you about this book that I love by Zane. It's about a woman with multiple personality disorders. <laughs> so I was about to say, see now I didn't study, been looking, reading stuff about this for years. What if I really got that shit? <laughs> And my and my other person, I my alter showed up to the wedding. <laughs> man, man, you confusing me. <laughs> but yeah, that was that was you know. No, was I was happy you. to see you. That's yeah. the main reason I showed up that day. Yeah, was, I would sad. tell you, they had me. If it wasn't for Natasha making me laugh throughout the day, because I was aggravated. Yeah, you was irritated. You still over it. We both I was really. aggravated, but Natasha be having me crack up. I always forget. I get my work done, but I always forget where We always work. be both doing. We be forgetting we, we at work. We were getting our work done, done. Yeah, but we, we still be, be laughing kind of loud. <laughs> they hate when we do it together. I know it. But we really crack up. Like, we make the day. That's how, and that's how the podcast became. Yep. Real shit. <laughs> Came a thing. Exactly. We really, the way, if they, if we had cameras on us, it would be so funny. Yeah. <laughs> like, I my agree. goodness, it would be so funny. You know what I've been forgetting? And I have to write it down. So, um, my friend, Tanisha, one of my best friends, she launched her, um, her app and in her app she offers mobile a mobile hair store in the philadelphia delaware and new jersey areas yes, so um, in all the counties surrounding philadelphia so guys download the tms supply app um you can follow her on instagram at underscore tm michelle and you can hit the link in the in her bio to download the app um, any product she does she doesn't have, just write a suggestion and she will let you know when she has it in stock. It's a lifesaver. Just think about like GoPuff but hair products. Right. So, that is shout just out to my friend Tanisha. I've been friend it just been 
Yeah, I, it, every time we do the show, um, I just slip my mind. So I'm like, I have to say it this episode. So yeah. shout out to her early, very early on. I, and I so. loved it because, you know, there's so many times where people like me in the middle like of the day just decide to randomly do some shit to their In the middle of the night. Yeah, yeah. it'd be some dumb <laughs> shit. And I'd be like, damn, I need, I just need one pack of bread in here. Like, you mm-hmm. know you can't get that from any old place. So that right. is like so clutch. Yeah, she Not definitely only. has that. Um, like stuff to do sew-ins, crochet hair, all types of stuff. Conditioner, right. shampoos. You ever just think like, oh, I got shampoo in the house or whatever, so you don't buy it. And then you get there, you like, girl, you had two little pops. And you know <laughs> us, we overdo it. And you hitting the back of the bottle. <laughs> That's when you call Tanisha and she'll come through. Right. Um, yeah, well, Tia shout Michelle. Out. That's her name. Tia Michelle. Shout out to her. I definitely will be downloading so, and supporting. Yes. Tia Michelle on Instagram. Um, she's definitely been one of our boss bays. So if you look through our boss bay highlights on our Instagram page, you'll definitely come across her name. So right. shout out to her. Definitely. Um, but how have you been though? I've been good. Um, I've been trying. I, you know what? I have been diligently being positive and laughing and letting a small shit roll off my back. That's but good. at the same time, letting people know I'm not let you're not about to try me though. Right. Right. <laughs> and I think I've been really really cementing boundaries a lot lately and it has really been peaceful that's a beautiful i have been i've been feeling really optimistic and really good um lately i think i might stay in in, you know in a like things have tried me but i haven't stayed in that space so that's great um, I wish some of that shit would rub off on me because I have not been. I got real depressed earlier today. I really did. Like I've been trying to keep it together, but I just want to break down and cry, child. Like, oh no! But that's just no, no. I just want to be transparent for the listeners because it's not always yeah. like like I said. I've had I've been busy, but you know certain things like me being busy mm-hmm. and being out and about, like posting pictures on social media. I'm like, wow! Like you really gained. Like, I really have gained weight. And mm-hmm. I can see it. I can feel it. And I'm just so disappointed. Like, I just feel yeah. like, damn, you know. But then, like, there's this other side of me that's like, well, you know, you kind of started saying F it because even when you was losing weight, you still wasn't, like, totally happy with your physical appearance. And I know that that's something that's deeper than, than the physical than the weight mm-hmm. like it's, it's deeper than that and I mm-hmm. and I know like I haven't had therapy in like weeks like maybe two or three weeks now mm-hmm. um so I don't know maybe that's something that I'll address with her and maybe I don't know if you guys uh can relate in any way Jeff, I definitely can because today I tried to put on this little blazer I used to always wear to work that shit was tight <laughs> And don't you hate like, that shit? Damn. Oh my God. You be like, the first thought be like, damn, but this bitch straight. Like jeans and stuff. 
Yeah, it's like it's it's one thing for like a pair of pants not to fit because I convinced myself, ooh, like my butt got bigger. But right. damn, with my jacket too small and shit different, it looks the same. Girl. Yeah, no, I definitely can relate. And I definitely just had this conversation and I was just like, oh, damn, like, girl, you big as fuck. Yeah, <laughs> like, so we got it. And, and that's why I said I really have to just move around, do things for myself, and work towards just being healthy. I think before I have always, I know how to get skinny. I know how to lose weight fast, but I don't know how to be consistently healthy. I agree. So that, I think that's something I need to focus on. Like I know how to drop weight. Like that's not a big problem for me to do, but being consistently healthy, like past summer months. Yeah. is really a problem for me. So I definitely, um, um, but and yeah. I, I agree because even when I was at my smallest, I I get so mad when I see pictures because I remember just thinking I was just so mad. Yeah, just like girl, yep. <laughs> you really have to like, and then I know like I have to just be diligent and get healthy now because I don't want to get even bigger than I am now and being like, girl, you wasn't that big. Now you oh, I'm not. That, I refuse. Yeah. Like you get what it. I'm saying. This so it's it. like I need to just hit that joint right now and just get learn how to be consistently healthy and um, figure out. Because I don't like eat a lot or anything like that. I just need to figure out what's good for my body. Exactly. Because exactly. it's something, you know, what's going on. But I definitely feel that. And I did, I had that. That's why I said with not staying in moments, because I definitely had that depressing moment. I looked in the mirror and said, ooh. <laughs> you know what's motivating me the only thing that's my motivation I told you this the other day and I'm going to share it with y'all so don't be surprised in about a year but uh, I'm going to get down to that close to 15 pounds for my ideal weight and I'm getting a fucking tummy tuck and I'm, I'm, I've am i made my mind up because even when I was smaller um, after having my daughter with that C-section like that stomach part just hangs over and a lot of people my family have it it's like there's no I still don't have even sensation I'm at the bottom part of my stomach and I see people on YouTube oh if you do these certain workouts no like no that's not going to work it's just not it's just it's not even scientifically possible for 95 percent of women maybe work for you but the majority Mm -hmm. of us it didn't so I'm going to save my coins. And that's that was part of the depression process. I said, well, shit, where the, I barely got money now. Now I got to figure out <laughs> this fucking, because you know, I am going to get this money for this tummy talk. I'm getting no, a consultation. Matter of fact, I'm going to do that shit tomorrow. Natasha, she going to sit here and tell you that she ain't got no money with the bitch <laughs> coming out of nowhere. Like, I really don't. This is why when Natasha be on here, we talking about she broke. I really, like, I sympathize, but I really ignore her sometimes because Cause it really be like, I told y'all the bitch told me all day one day, like, oh, I ain't got no money. I ain't got no money. Then she like, oh yeah, I want to try that store by you. Let's go. We go there to this natural place, you dang. And she really just blew like a bag in there. Mind you, I was picking up stuff just to like weigh my options. I wound up putting like almost everything big. I spent like 60 bucks. She was like, you ain't, didn't you want to get this too? I said, uh-uh, girl, I ain't got money for that. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. 
She said, I feel you, girl. I'm broke too. Bitch spent like two something in there. I said, I No, I have really bad. I have a poor spending habits. That's the thing. Like, I'm so spontaneous. She, but she going to figure out a way to get money. Yeah, that's what I, that's when true. I say that. This girl is going to figure a way to pull some money. I never, like, listen. <laughs> When I say my girl is going to figure it out, she's going to figure it out. <laughs> if I'm donating I, blood, if I'm fucking... Girl, is she braiding hair out of nowhere? Something's going nah, to happen. She going to figure it out. She's going to figure it out. She don't even like doing other people here. Uh, no. I hate doing my daughter here, and I got to do that. Okay. <laughs> yeah. But you know, she is going to figure it out, Okay. And that is the testament to a black mama. Definitely. So (laughs) let's get into this show real quick. Yeah, I know. I'm sorry, y'all. I didn't mean to get on sidetrack. I just had to vent a little bit. No, I feel you. Get it (laughs) off your chest. This is what we're here for. We are speaking our truth and whatever is on our mind. But I say, girl, if you want it, as long as you get healthy and you cool with what you got, you just cleaning up some stuff, Mm -hmm. do it. Yeah. But let's child. So this is a topic we tried to avoid because we thought it was gonna blow like over. The plague. Oh my god. Like, ignored it for like the last three weeks. Monique and DL Hughes. When I say and let me preface that this by saying I with the whole Oprah thing and Tyler Perry, I definitely was team Monique because I felt like they were playing in her face. Right. As, yes. You know, and I'm all for like, no, I don't care how powerful you think you are. You're not fitting to play in my face and disrespect me. And some of the things that they did was really disrespectful. So I'm all for I'm a person that's all for defending, especially women defending yourself, especially black women. But right. I think sometimes for me, it is it has to be a rhyme and a reason. Like you Sometimes you can't be graceful, and other times you really can. <laughs> yeah, no, real shit. I agree. So we're paraphrasing this because we are like four weeks behind of this drama. So um, Monique and D.L. Hughley had a comedy show in um, Detroit. Monique was told that she was the headliner. Apparently, D.L. Hughley was told he was the headliner. Um, he refused to go out. Um, before her, so she wound up coming out before him, and she addressed the fact that she was supposed to be the headliner, and that he was basically calling him out, saying like he wouldn't come out, you know, call him some names, you know, that type of thing. He, they went back on social media posting their contracts. To me, it seems like they both were told the same thing, and the problem really probably should a lot with the promoters, right. Um, that was the, I feel like the promoters are the core of the issue. I also do agree. Like Dale Hughley probably did throw a bitch fit and made it a bigger deal. And for some reason, when women throw bitch fits it's really ignored, but when men do it, it's like, it's honored a little bit. Right. Um, so I definitely understood that. So when she first did that, I just didn't care. Right. Did you care when that first happened? No, not at all. Yeah. Like not even a little bit. Not even a, I said it's it's them being them. That's yeah. what I thought. Auntie and uncle, and I don't. I feel like they like the drunk like play auntie and uncle. They come to the cookout and cause shit to happen. Like I just didn't. 
I didn't pay them either, either one of them any attention. Then um, things started to take a little turn for the personals. When um, during when she was on stage, she said something to the effect of his wife is sucking a dick of a coward. Mm. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) And so she brought his wife out. He then posted like a picture of her character from Precious and said that they're the same person and how he kind of gaslit her with this situation was like, you know, Monique is not Monique. um, If Oprah, the problem, Tyler Perry, the problem, Charlamagne, the God, the problem. Now I'm the problem. Maybe you're the problem. And I'm like, well, I hate all these people really did play in her. Yeah. I hate (laughs) when people do that. I said, they always the case. Yeah, I was like, you're kind of gaslighting it because Charlemagne played in her face. She addressed him on air. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Um, these three did a lot of egregious shit, and two of them have apologized since then. So it's really like you can't really say just because somebody has issues with other people that they're the problem. I think her main issue is she's not going to let y'all play with her, but she also... Like what we said in our last week episode, some people you can't do shit to because they really don't believe they're below the boat shit. Yeah. Seriously. So the thing that makes us address it today, because they have been going back and forth for weeks, was Monique posted a clip where um, D.L. Hughley was discussing in an interview about not believing his daughter when she told him um, that she was sex- sexually assaulted by a friend of, I guess, D.L. Hughley, um, allegedly. And he said that he didn't originally believe it because he thought the person was a good guy and they were really good friends. And he said he had to, you know, work on it, I guess, with the, her, with the daughter and apologize and work on their relationship. And he was just explaining why women don't feel like they can trust black men which will lead to another conversation later. Yeah. But um, Monique brought that up and was just saying, you know, like, um, this is the man, this, he's a coward and, you know, just all of that stuff. And she brought that up to, like, kind of show his character in a way. And I just felt like as far as the argument, it was fucked up. You know what I mean? Like, you brought up somebody else's trauma to get back at him. It was unnecessary. It was so unnecessary. And this is the thing. Like, all right, when she was saying the stuff on stage, she was saying, I felt like, you know, this was, it was something else going on behind the scenes. But she decided to come back and and do, like, a roasting type of comedian type of thing. Like, I'm going to go in, but I'm going to make it kind of a comedy thing. So a lot of things that she said on the stage, I felt like was you know, in that regard. I didn't Being, take it serious. Yeah, yeah. I really ignored it. Yeah, a lot of people like have really dug into that. Oh, and she implied that he's gay. And so she's like, you know, calling, you know, putting his um question his sexuality. And I'm like, look, she's a comedian. So I mean, yeah. he kind of questioned hers when he said that she was the same character from <laughs> Precious. I mean, the man's initials he does go by dl i'm not trying to be funny but to me as a comedian it's an easy it's an easy that wasn't the first time he heard and it ain't gonna be the last like but 
like you said, um, when the daughter got brought up. Well, first of all, I think even before the daughter got brought up, didn't she say something else? This is this is the whole thing that I don't understand with Monique. I feel like at some point you have to learn when to say the fuck when. And mm-hmm. I, I can't stand people that have to have the last word. To me, it oh just makes God. it seem like it's so immature, first of all. Secondly, you're not speaking to understand. You're just speaking to be like, and I, and then I said this. And okay, and I'm saying it, mm-hmm. and I'm saying it, and it's like okay, and you ain't gonna shut me up, right? <laughs> like I, it's like okay, this is totally unnecessary. What was I was just watching? Uh, I think it was Real Housewives of Atlanta. They was doing it. She did the table. I'm like, oh my god, these are grown now we just going women. in circle. Yeah, yeah, like it was weird, but I feel like um, well, first of all, what she didn't know, and he wound up saying later was no the boy was the same age as his child they were both teenage like you know preteens 13 i guess i don't know if that's considered preteen or teen um but he was saying it was just a boy that he liked it wasn't a friend but it was just like oh like you know well he kind of dismissed it on a well, kids do stuff like you know like you sure that this is what happened because y'all were the same age and she's and his daughter's like, no, like this was like he took advantage of me, which is ironic because Monique's own brother did the same thing to her when he was 13. And maybe mm-hmm. that was the trigger. I don't know. It seems like there's something else underlying with this whole situation. I feel like it's ironic to be a victim of sexual abuse and then out uh, somebody else. I don't know what it had to do with anything else. And I feel like all of her comebacks have been about, you know, what's weird. And God forgive me. Cause that's where, you know, I'm not trying to go left, but when she responded initially, I thought she was going to respond about that, you know, baby of his outside. I thought that that's the shit she was going to bring up too. That would have been, now that was some cold hearted shit. And I'm like, now that's the place she could have went. That's where I thought she was going to go is because I think she was trying to show like, you don't care about, you trying to put out like you are with the protecting black women, but you are aiding in it. You know what I mean? I think, but I think some things you can just say, you don't always need a frame of reference because if anybody want to look that up, they can look it up for themselves. And I, you know what I mean? Like, I just felt like you, to put this daughter on the forefront. Now, it did make me side eye him a bit. I ain't going to act like that. But I ain't never really cared for D.L. Hughley either way. But mm-hmm. I do feel like, I think when you talked about this before, where I feel like a lot of people are always trying to argue, but because of how they, like, you could be very well right. Like, you could be right about how you feel. Like, it could be the a right and a wrong, and you're right. But how you react and how you do things can make you so fucking wrong. And your mm-hmm. message is lost in it and lost in translation. Because yeah. now we're not talking about the fact that these promoters got you fucked up. We're talking about the fact that you're bringing up somebody's child, like this innocent girl that seemed like she has trauma and is trying to work through it, trying to be in a, you know, you bringing it back up. So now you don't know 
the struggles his daughter has been into. N- nobody have ever known what the hell D.L. Hughley kids look like. Nobody. Hell, or can't probably care to Or ever no care. She probably was able to live a great life under the radar, deal with her traumas, and nobody knows it. And it's messed mm-hmm. up. As a woman, you, did, you owe that girl an apology. You Absolutely. always want to be, and Monique, you are demanding an apology from these people. You owe her an apology, a sincere apology. Yeah. Like, take DL outside of it and the fact that y'all, you brought casualties in it. You owe that girl an apology, period, point blank. And I think you're absolutely right. Like, he probably really did bitch a fit. But your problem needs to be with that promoter. And I was listening to the read, and Kid Fury said, like, of course, on a stand, if you asking me, I think Monique is funnier. I'm going to want to see Monique. I agree a thousand percent. You know what I mean? I'm going to want to see her because, you know, he said, like he said, D.L. Hughley was the opener on the King Comedy. She was the last person. I don't remember shit about him. Matter of fact, honestly, because I don't like. Uh, I like Cedric though, so I watched his. But to me, Bernie, I always, when I was younger, mm-hmm. I just would fast forward because this is when we was having tapes. I would yes, fast child. forward the tape <laughs> to fucking Bernie Max part and just mm-hmm. watch his whole set. Like that, his whole set was. You know, we love hilarious. Bernie Mac over here. Yeah, I like, didn't like the absolutely. TV show, but I like like right Bernie exactly because it kind of milded him. You know, made him really mild, and I like raw Bernie. You know. Um, but no, like I, I agree with you, but the other thing too, that I was going to say is I don't really understand. (sighs) This is the part that's lost in translation for me. It's two things. One, how do you try to use something that somebody revealed about themselves against Mm -hmm. them? That was the part that was weird. It's not, it wasn't Mm -hmm. a secret. He said like, he put his own shit out there. If I was Mm -hmm. him to me, that's, you know, I love using the low hanging fruit thing. You can't, I, I feel like that's something that he purposely put out there so you can't weaponize it against me later. Like, I'm it's owning weird. my own yeah. shit. I'm telling the world I was fucked up. Own yeah, yeah, like, I, I fucked up. He's telling y'all I fucked up. Like, he's saying I did something wrong. He, that motherfucker could have never acknowledged it. We would have never knew. Like, he purposely put it out there because he wanted to acknowledge how you know, people can be biased and all of that when it comes to when they like somebody in regards to, you know, sexual abuse and trauma. But the other part I don't get with Monique is, did you know all these things before you was going to sign up to work with her? So mm-hmm. what what was what is the issue now? Because that's the other part I'm confused about. And it's also everybody you have worked with is problematic as fuck at some point. So it's like you really have to if you're going to bring that type of shit up, you really got to be diligent about the people you work with. Period. Like fifty cents now. Using it exactly, and stop using it when they do you dirty. Exactly. Or when you feel wrong. And I'll say this. Monique, I'm all for like not shaking, you know, for shaking the table or whatever. But at some point, you have to do this shit in a way that makes sense for you. If you feel like you bring more value, bitch, then neither. If he wasn't going to go out on that motherfucking stage, then neither the fuck am I. I would have stood 10 times. So how about this? I don't even got to be here. Right. I don't got to be here. But no, you you do these things and you make a big, big deal. And it's like your message always gets lost. I just saw, right? And I'm not trying to say put a white against black type thing. But it's more so about 
let making you have to make people eat their words. Like we have mm-hmm. talked about it before. Like I, if I feel undervalued in a situation, I'm gonna make you eat those words. I'm gonna show you that with me not being around, your shit is going to crumble. If right. I was Monique, I would have fucking left. Cause you're not about mm-hmm. to play with me or him. You should have said what it is. If I felt like I was okay with being second to last, then I would have signed on for that. Right. Saying like, if he don't want to come out his room until I go on, I'm never going on. I'm leaving. <laughs> we both gonna so, be fucking skeletons we'll in these motherfucking rooms. Pack all my motherfucking wigs up, <laughs> and I would have been on the first thing flying back to wherever the fuck she lived because you're not about to play with me like that. Oh, I wouldn't, I, you got to make people, because at the core of it, he's not the issue. The person that's paying you, they're the issue. Right. He being, he holding his shit down, you hold your shit down, and you see who the fuck fold first. If neither one of y'all folded, to the lose, sorry, Detroit, the promoter got me fucked up. Right. Period. I agree. Now, I saw that Nev Campbell recently said that she's not going to do the next Scream movie. She plays Sydney Prescott. That's for all our horror fans. That's who is the movie is about. So they it's didn't like 1997 or something. It's been long. Exactly. They don't want to pay her what she feels she deserves. And their last movie... She is the actually, movie. She, they grossed a lot of money. You know? Yeah. And at this point, I get it. And she said, you know, good luck on the rest of the film, but I won't be joining the final movie. We could not get to an agreement as far as money. Good luck to you all. I I said, that's what the fuck you do. Again, mm-hmm. demand your respect. They don't want to respect you. Walk the fuck away and watch their shit crumble. Right. Monique, you... You deserve to be the headliner. You're funnier. You have a little bit more popularity, in my opinion. And and in your opinion, Monique, walk the fuck away. Walk the fuck away. They don't want to pay your fucking rate. Watch watch all these fucking people in the in the crowd show their ass. Let them flip the fuck out at these janky ass promoters. You gotta make people pay, and you can't keep always attacking the wrong person. He might be a nut ass nigga, fat. Right. But you you done all of this to come at him when to me the promoters are the issue. I think it's bigger than I don't I feel like every person that she's attacked, even like let's talk about um Vivica after after all of this, like she says something about Vivica. I feel like she every did. Oh yeah, because Vivica it made some commentary. And mind you, Vivica's commentary was very mild. Like you know, Vivica can get a little intense, but she just was like, she you know, saying, acting. "Yeah, I agree." Right. So right. So I feel like she just was like, you know, um, how she loved both of them, and it wasn't, you know, about what you say; it's just how you say it. Like that's and that's basically what she said. That was mm-hmm. the gist of what she said. Monique and Zaddy. Come the fuck on. That's a whole other thing. Uh, they come on and she responds to Vivica and it's like kind of nasty way. And she's just basically telling Vivica, of course, I'm paraphrasing. I don't remember the specifics, but the gist was stay in your lane. I'm you read teleprompters and study shit. I do stand up. Like I make people laugh. I sell seats. <laughs> like you don't know nothing about this comedy game. So you can't commentate and make a, have opinions about what it is that I do. And my thing, and then like her husband's like, 
uh, Vivica who? And she's like, Vivica Fox. Like, I guess there was to me a petty way to say, just so you know who I'm talking about. My thing is, I don't know what happened at the set of two can play that game. I don't know, you know, uh, what happened with you and Dio. And, you know, it seemed like these people that she goes in on, she's had relationships with. And maybe you mm-hmm. suppressed a lot of things over the years that you felt and now you're just not taking mm-hmm. no shit but it, it's because you're going and I know that I have this issue so I, I feel like I see myself in Monique but you need no, to for sure. I don't hone think it she's down wrong for wanting <laughs> that respect I just think that like you said figure out how to get it exactly Do, don't because one thing about me I'm always boss bitch moves like you got me messed up you think that I have no value here? I'm going to show you with my when I move, remove myself from this situation, I'm going to show you how much value I bring. Right. I'm going to trump you. you wanna, we want to play poker and you want to bullshit, put your poker face on, bitch. Here we go, because I got the best one. So right. I don't right. feel like you want to pay me, my, pay me like I weigh, then I got to move around. And you're not going to play on my integrity either. So, yeah, I get it. Move around. I just think that sometimes her message always get lost in all the commotion. And now you owe that damn little girl an apology. Yeah, I agree. You owe that little girl an apology. Fuck DL. You owe that little girl an apology. You a grown-ass woman. Yeah, then she started bringing up his nappy-headed host comment. Like, girl, did you know all this before? We already knew all of that. We already knew all of that, You were going in the the fucking graveyard just digging up bones. Bitch, we've been there. What she's doing is is looking at Twitter and all the the, the, uh, things other people are saying and then talking about it live. Girl, oh, get girl. off Twitter. Get off Twitter. That's, girl. A, that's the main thing. She needs to stop responding. I hate that her husband stop to me responding. is like, it seems like he just stirs the fucking pot. I'm sorry, but it just He's seems messy. like he don't talk her off the ledge. He fucking say, here's a parachute. Well, honestly, but it and don't have it's nothing in need. it. Yeah, like exactly. I don't I'm first of all for protecting your women and protecting black women, but that don't just mean being there, you know. A hype man. That means you should have took that shit on. With you call yourself her manager, she shouldn't even been talking to the fucking promoters. Exactly. But I feel like you when you're paying, uh, when you're paying your husband to be your manager, he gonna be a fucking yes man because he don't. That's all he see is just the bag. Yeah, he, and but he not doing he, a good job. He's horrible. <laughs> that's what I'm about to say. Like the man <laughs> has no fucking management experience. I'm sure outside of you at all because I've never fucking heard of him before. I feel like this motherfucker is just as petty. And he sits there and say, "Nah, babe, no, you say this, you do that." Like, no, tell her to shut the fuck up. Sometimes mm-hmm. shutting the fuck up is better because honestly, I see it being very problematic. Yes, I'm looking forward to her being on BMF, but that fucking alliance with 50 Cent, everything that you're saying about DL, is so girl, funny. it's very, very hypocritical for you to work with this man and speak out of how he's such this good person. And it's like, uh, did he cut off his own child? He don't even fuck with, like, <laughs> like he is so misogynistic. Doesn't he bash black women? Like, doesn't isn't he like an industry bully? Hasn't he stopped a lot of other people's bags? All the shit that you've complained about. Like, mm-hmm. it's just very odd to me. Like, oh, okay. So, and that's where she loses credibility. I feel like, unfortunately, she had some substantial, like, you know, points, but it's just getting overshadowed with 
you just feel like you had to yeah, argue every little thing. Mm-hmm. I think she had she has all the right, all the rhyme and the reason to feel that way that she does. But like I said, I feel like all of this could end and begin with your manager and a promoter. Yep. Why are we talking about this three weeks later? And your right. message, nobody even remembers what you're upset about. <laughs> right. All right. So let's move along. Ooh, I didn't realize so, we were talking about it that long. Uh-huh. Yes. So over the weekend, it was a mass shooting on South Street. And they're classifying it as a mass shooting because the shooter decide to shoot in a crowd of people over the weekend in philadelphia we had the roots picnic um Mm -hmm. it's a two-day festival a lot of people come from out of town artists celebrities are coming south street if you're not from philly it's kind of like a strip of bars boutiques restaurants it's um it's really lively it's like our most popular street in the city it's also um, I believe it was Black Pride weekend. It's just been a lot of people in Center City over mm. like the last weekend. It was just a lot going on. And so a lot of people come down, a lot of tourists especially go down to South Street because we have like multiple cheesesteak places down there, multiple bars. Um, it's just, you know, the yeah. the spot. We had Fat Tuesdays, you know, you could take your drink and bring it outside, that type of thing. Yeah. Um so it, it becomes very popular. It's very congested. Sometimes I even see like a lot of people come out with the bikes and it become like a little impromptu bike show. It yeah. just can be very, very lively, you know, yeah. and it's a lot of people down there. Yeah. So um, from a video that I saw, so basically it was 14 people shot. Um, three people died that were victims. Um. Mm. So from a video I saw, it was three men arguing, and two of the men were friends. I'm I'm saying friends, like they were in cahoots with each other. They approached the third man with a gun out. Um, they all started to fight. The third man was kind of getting the better of the fight. One of the two other two guys pulls out a gun, shoots him starts shooting and while he's shooting he's just shooting randomly into a crowd of people and that is how three other people lost their lives that's how the person that they were fighting passed away and two bystanders and um i guess about 12 to 13 other people i thought that the shooter got killed too i was about to say that the shooter ended up dying as well um so it was four people but the um, because a um, police officer saw, literally watched it happen, happen, had to happen really fast. But South Street is full of cops. Yeah, you had to like just consider that it's full of cops. So the police officer shot the shooter as well, and the shooter died on the scene. It's just crazy. So, it's so by crazy. definition, it is. I don't wait. Did the shooter die? Yeah. yeah, he did. So by definition, they're saying it's a mass shooting because he didn't have the intentions, I guess, to go to South Street and shoot people. But whenever you shoot into a crowd of people, it's a mass shooting. Like you didn't care about anybody else's life. Multiple people were shot for. I mean, there's never really a reason, but for no reason. Right. Um. Now, did they give any information about what? Like, like, uh, what was the argument about? Right. Probably, you know what? I'll say this. 
the people just don't care for their lives. And that's the scariest thing, especially growing up in a city like this. Because when we talked about the man shooting before, it's like, oh, we got to be scared of man shooters. And then you got to be ra- being in Philly. We just got to be worried about random acts of violence. It's because of shit like this. Yeah. Because yeah. these guys and girls, these people that live in a city like this, they really are hopeless in a lot of ways. A lot of people live so carelessly and recklessly. They are so angry and so mad and just really have poor deductive reasoning. Right. Because I, I feel like it's outside of like being in the streets. Cause I feel like men that are get their money, people that get their money the illegal way and are successful, they have deductive reasoning. And right. a lot of these people don't. Y'all are just angry. Yeah. Because you're arguing with someone and before you even get to fighting, you already had your gun out. I was gonna say he he pulled that shit out so you fast. pulled your you gun tell out. He ain't he ain't have it that long. You couldn't wait to pull that motherfucker yeah, out. Yeah, you pulled it out and you used it. Yeah, and and um and, and then you probably didn't even plan on dying that night. That's the crazy but you part. Died and you took other lives with you. Mm-hmm. Just because you're angry, you're so angry, and that's the part that's like that this city really needs a hold on. And I saw a lot of people um, mm. just complaining like, oh, that's why y'all don't need to hang out on South Street. Y'all don't need to do this. Honestly, ain't shit you can do. Mm-hmm. Real shit. <laughs> like, it's, real. It's, 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 it Where can the fuck be can I go? Right. I, I was about to say, it can the be easily said before you stand in a crowd like that. But it's like, bitch, when you at the beach, pretty much you're standing around a crowd. Exactly. <laughs> when you're exactly. on a boardwalk, when you're at the park, when you're having a picnic, when you're watching people. You know, we in Philly, we love to see the bike trips. You know what I mm-hmm. mean? Right. Like, we love South Street. I have been on South Street a lot of times where it's like I went somewhere else. And it's like, oh, let's hit South Street. Let's go to Fat Tuesdays. Let's get a cheese day. Let's hit Ish- These are famous streets, like South Beach, like Collins, like right. Bourbon. Like, these are... Times Square, these are popular spaces. And I saw in a surveillance video, it was a lot of young kids outside, but when was the last time y'all seen a teen club? Exactly. When was the last time y'all seen a recreation park, a recreation center throw a a party for teens? When was the last time a skating rink was open for teens? Because I've been seeing y'all growing asses having skating parties. I was just invited to one last weekend. <laughs> and I'm sure last it's Saturday <laughs> at Millennium. And it's like, so what are kids supposed to do? They can't do shit. Right. You, for real, for real, you can barely go bowling because right. they'll start carding because bowling, bowling places have bars and shit down. Yeah. Like, there's really, and I mean, the shit is expensive. There is that rapper baby mom just get killed outside of the bowling oh, alley? Oh, like, it don't even matter. <laughs> It really don't matter. When we're talking about people dying at a grocery store, talking about them on a, a somebody bringing a bomb on a train station, every single time y'all are mad at the victims. Why do y'all get so mad at victims? Right. Like, there's no way to avoid crowds. You'll be in the house for the rest of your life. And at this point, last year, we talked about this. Somebody, an older man, was literally sitting on his fucking porch last year and got killed. So when you when we live in a city like this, really start to think and answer these questions for yourself. Where is it safe? 
Exactly. Because y'all can't keep telling me that you got to stay in the house. Exactly. Well, because that's not it, even fucking safe sense. all the time. No, but that doesn't not even make people sense. People doing fucking uh, what is it when they kick your door in? Home invasions, straight fucking bullets. Like you yeah. don't stop. We can't stop our life. We can only pay attention. And to be honest, that fight happened so fast. I'm pretty sure most of the people in the crowd didn't even know what the fuck that's was what, happening. That's what concerns me the most is that most people probably wasn't even aware, like don't even be peeping shit. And, and then you just hear gunshots and you probably didn't even initially think that it was gunshots. Like you just on hear popping. Like, I would right. never think no, anybody is shooting on South Street. Right. If you ever been down there, it's sworn. Like the only reason I've ever been nervous to go down South Street it was because of the amount of cops. Right. I just keep keeping it honest. Like, why is it? Like, I always be like, damn, there's so many fucking cops out here. It definitely is. And they, like, that's they the only the reason I ever, They ride yeah. bikes. Like, they be all around. They definitely, I will say, they don't police too much where you couldn't have fun. Right. So it's like, what y'all just do too much. Y'all do too much. You do too much. Y'all always trying to do that holier-than-thou-ass shit. Mm. And usually... I'd be like, now why they sensationalizing this shit and call it a mass shooting? But you know what? It is a fucking mass shooting. It is yeah. a fucking mass shooting. I just and what's going to be done? Like what is going to be? Yeah, what is going to be done? Because what the shooter is dead. Like, the shooter is dead. So what's the next step? What happens? Y'all don't want kids to hang out on South Street. What's the next step? Right. What do y'all have for them to do? Y'all don't have anything for these fucking kids to do. And that's a fucking problem. Y'all got mm. more hookah bars in this bitch than anything else. Open up a little teen space. Um, create jobs for them. Let them make a little money so they can go do shit like go to the movie instead of hanging out on fucking South Street all night. Right. Exactly. Y'all, exactly. and then for you, for the young ones with teenagers, get the fuck out the clubs. I just want to know, sure as a parent, if, if I'm a woman and I have a son that's a, you know, teen or whatever, I don't know how old the shooter was. He looked young, though. They look young. Um, but yeah. let's say, let's give him the benefit of the doubt, say like, you know, 1920, right? I still, I feel like that's not something you fall into. Like, you mm -hmm. don't just become that. That's something that you had gradually became. So what is it, do y'all, like, it's no way that you don't know. Like, I see this shit around my own neighborhood. There is mm -hmm. no way you don't know your kids is getting into shit that they getting into, especially your boys. You see your son. You see the type of niggas that he's around. You see the type of shit he into. You can see how he moving. You can tell he coming home high. You can tell when he's selling drugs. You can tell that he probably be in these streets doing extra shit he ain't really supposed to. Like, when do you say enough's enough? Do you not care about your own child's life? Like, I, I, that's just that's the part I'm part. very confused about. You don't care about your own kid? Like, do you just not give a fuck? Because I don't want to see you cry on TV and say how, oh, well, he was a good kid. I knocked from what I could tell on his Instagram. It, it didn't look too good mm -hmm. to me. I'm not trying to be that. fucking smart. Like, no, I'm not. I'm saying in general. Oh, yeah. General. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah sure. No, I don't know nothing about the uh, people that got killed. But, you know, it's just to me at this point, it's like you can't really do shit. And I blame a lot of these parents and they look at the news and I feel like they just turn their head the other cheek. They the ones that's like, yeah, girl, you know such and such. Yeah, that was such and such. They the ones whispering about it and just happy Child to be in enough. 
And just happy to be in the know. But it's like, so you don't give a fuck until you the one with your son on the shirt. Child. And y'all just don't seem to care. It's really crazy. So, like, when I watched that video, I said, it's not even, you know, people think that I don't give a fuck. Attitude makes you tough. It just makes you look sick and crazy. Yeah. And it's it's Mm -hmm. like, another thing is, mind you, the person that they was fighting I actually found out is a boxer. Um, the person that died, one of the victims, was a boxer that like helped te- like little boys learn boxing and stuff in the community, like trying to I get kids out is. the streets. So um, I, it's really unfortunate, but it's really, and that is the reason why programs like that exist because little big black boys, especially in the city, y'all are walking around with so much anger. Mm-hmm. And y'all are so quick to pick up a gun that you didn't use any deductive reasoning when you did that. At and all. for some reason, you pulled it out because one time you did it before, you probably got away with it. Exactly. And exactly. you start to think that you're invincible. I know that when I was a teenager, one of the things my mom used to always say is like, oh my God, young people, y'all just act like like stuff just don't happen. Like, it just can't possibly happen to you. And I now that I'm older, I see that. But it's not the little, in the free spirit way that my mom thought, you know? Yeah. Like, in the free spirit, just having fun. It's the fact that y'all do this reckless ass shit and just think that you're not going to have any consequences towards it. I don't so think that they not, care. I, and that's what I was about to say. Y'all don't even give a fuck, to be honest. It, that's the I don't give a fuck ass attitude. And I really, I can't be around that carelessness. Y'all are evil, mad, and mean. Just mean. It's just so sad to me. The city needs something. I don't know what it is, but I'm sorry. I, don't, I hate to do this to a black woman. I'm so fucking tired of seeing the fucking police commissioner get her ass up and say that she don't know what to do. Yeah, I agree. I'm so tired. I done tried to give you the benefit of the doubt because I feel like they gave you a job that was screwed the fuck up before it was handed to you. Yeah. But at this point, bitch, I'm going to need you to use your fucking deductive reasoning. I'm going to need you to figure some shit out. I'm going to need the mayor to start giving out grants to these people that with these foundations for kids and reopen all of these fucking community centers and make sure that they have jobs, make sure that they're able to do stuff productive, teach fucking job, real life skills to these children. Right. So that they, they have more to worry about and feel like they ain't got shit to fucking lose. Yeah. Cause it's fucking disgusting. Yeah, I agree. It's really fucking disgusting. I'm so tired of seeing this shit. Like, there's no way that you should be able to get shot on fucking South Street. I think that's so fucking crazy to me. They just up in the ante at this point. It's just, it's. it's I feel like if you can get shot on South Street, you can get shot anywhere. Well, that's that's what like they don't. I watch. Um, I don't know if I mentioned this on here before, but um, this guy called. It's a channel on YouTube called STV Philly, um, and it's basically like he talk about a lot of rappers um, in Philly, a, a lot of homicides in Philly, a lot of. But he'll kind of get into the backstory of what led to a person's death, um, and like one of the ones I was watching yesterday. The boy that got killed was saying in the song, matter of fact, you probably remember the boy that got killed because he's the one that got killed when he was at home. 
Like he was in inside his house on the couch and they shot mm-hmm. through his fucking door or whatever. Mm-hmm. And he was a teenager. And mm-hmm. I remember thinking initially reading it like, wow, like who would want to kill a kid? Then I seen the shit that he was rapping about. And apparently the shit he was into. And one of the things he said in his rap was, what did he say? Um, if y'all nigga if y'all niggas kill me, I know uh, y'all niggas is dead. And he started naming all his friends that would ride for him. And I think half the people he named ain't even alive right now. Like, that it's like, so crazy. It's so, like, this is the fact that you even rap that shit. Like, oh, well, so if you crazy. kill me, then this, then I know this person going to kill you. Why the fuck is that the aspiration? <laughs> that is so wild. That's so wild. I say it all the time. It's fucking wild. Like it's what? motherfucking wild. It's just so fucking wild. And that and listen, y'all be y'all be uh the ones that be like, oh my son son can rap. <laughs> yeah, like right, like <laughs> oh, he was my real good. <laughs> Yeah. And that's that's like terrorizing, terrorizing the fucking city terrorizing the fucking community like and i hate that because i love us like i'm not trying to be no uh, i'm not trying no, to be talking about fucking like monique i love us for real no but really <laughs> i do i love this city i really do i want to see things happen i don't want to see that anger to see like you guys get so angry yeah it's an argument yeah. And that's why I say now, like, I tell people, like, all that rule rage shit, all that getting mad and being angry at shit and arguing with fucking strangers, like, a lot of shit now, you just gotta let shit rock because these motherfuckers don't have their fucking marbles. No, they got it. Like, ego-wise, you got to learn to let that shit fucking slide. Let that shit go. Motherfuckers let is it. waiting to have an extra teardrop on their face. They <laughs> love they, it. They, 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 they are not scared of fucking jail because they probably don't have a place to stay. Yeah, exactly. At least they getting meals. They don't have to pay no bills. Like, all that shit. They don't know anything. They, they can plead the fuck Christmas. out. <laughs> right. Out real quick, they gonna find a dumb bitch to put money on their fucking books and marry them while they in jail and shit. Let me be quiet. <laughs> Next, <laughs> a little too far. <laughs> Next, um, you gotta say, let me be quiet because <laughs> I just offended I like ten know. people. I <laughs> That's why I'm like, <laughs> you said, oh, oh, a little too deep. <laughs> so about our global topic, it's more of another discussion, but um, more so in the space of, like, I guess victim blaming again and not um, putting the blame on the correct person right right i think that's like the theme of this episode is not correctly addressing the issue at hand you know yeah um over the weekend in atlanta uh, an atlanta-based rapper named treble was killed um i listened to jamie that's me youtube channel and she read the uh, police report i couldn't find it to read but i'll just reiterate some of the things that i remember her saying um, Trouble had a performance at a club um, in Atlanta and left. He ended up going to an apartment building with this with another female. Um, fell asleep over there. In the midst of them sleeping, the female um, that was there woke up to to her ex boyfriend standing over punching her in the face. 
trouble oh. and the ex-boyfriend tried to, uh he tried to like stop him from punching her in the face the ex-boyfriend and trouble got into it i think maybe trouble was kind of kicking his ass allegedly um and then the ex-boyfriend shot trouble and left back out they said this all happened within seven minutes damn um, in the police report, the girl said that this is her ex-boyfriend of three years. He moved out about a week before and, um, yeah, they didn't know each other. The trouble and the other guy didn't know each other. And he broke into the apartment. The cops agree that he broke in. You can see where the door is kind of off its hinges, mm. um, allegedly. And that is how trouble ended up, unfortunately, passing away. So once this police report kind of got out, different celebrities like Little Duvall and a couple of other people on social media were saying that this is why you don't need to stay the night at other women's house. And this is why I saw someone say in a comment, um, women, this is disgusting because a lot of, she specifically said black women, or think it's cute to have a man obsessed with you and look what happened. Um, oh, that she had to know her ex was crazy and why would he be there? And she moved on too quickly or anything else. I'm going to tell y'all this right now. A bitch can be out of a relationship for three fucking months. Can be done for six months. Can tell a nigga that I'm done six years ago. And they would still feel like they they possessed them. Yeah, exactly. And again, with that holier-than-thou shit, bitch, you want to wait forever after you break up with somebody. Everybody don't got to do that, baby. Because right. regardless of the matter, he didn't live there anymore. Right. Uh, he, he didn't. He had to break in. Right, exactly. Which is so weird that she's even being fucking blamed. Like, that's so weird to me. He had to break (laughs) in. The cops, they did not put in a police report that it was no forced entry. It says forced entry. Right, like... It literally says forced entry. That's so sad. Because they always going to blame her. She will always... Can you imagine that shit happening in front of you? And then, like, people blaming you for that shit? And he got, like, clout around him? I guess the people... Like, he's popular. I couldn't imagine doing that. I would be... I would move out of Georgia. Yeah, I wouldn't live there. It's too fucking much because people are ignorant. And the fact of the matter, we're skipping the fact that this nigga seen a man in in this girl's bed, right? And the first person he hit was the girl. Right, exactly. Punching her in her face. Do you not? I'm like, if some, if you're asleep, somebody broke into your apartment and you were asleep, and they started punching you. Are you even going to realize who it is that's punching? You just first of all, like you can't even. You seeing fucking stars and shit, especially if it's dark in the room. Like you don't know what the fuck is going. He on. He probably didn't even know what. And that's and that's the unfortunate part is that the dude, the victim, trouble didn't even probably know who it was. And y'all want to keep talking this? Oh yeah, because women are scandalous, and she put him in a dangerous position. I'm gonna be really one hundred with y'all. She was in a dangerous position when she had that nigga in her bed, right? Because. Like, y'all don't be having ops. Like, people don't be watching him. So, if she sat in a car with that nigga and then she died, then would y'all be like, oh, that's... Y'all would have blamed her. That's what the fuck you get for riding around with a rapper. Exactly. 
Exactly. It's just, like, you know what I want to know, though? I'm sorry, but I, because I seen that fucking mugshot. Is this mm. other nigga the, the ex with money or something? Because I don't get how no, she go from part, that to this. That's the, that's the fucking part. She was fucking broke up with him because the nigga didn't want to fucking work. And, and she was he was broke. Taking, and he was tired of taking care of shit. And so she said in a police report, from what I heard from Jamie, that's me, that's my girl, y'all. She said that he didn't have no damn money. That is so. so it's kind of like mm. cool out. This girl probably was finally single. Met the, they said that she already knew trouble already. Probably was some uh, old dip. Right. And went to go have a good time. Y'all act like y'all don't do shit like that. And I'm exactly. sorry to say this, and I'm not trying to be smart. Y'all never want to hold accountability to these men. Exactly. That man thought she was his possession. Which is y'all, so it weird. don't matter. It don't matter how long you couldn't be away from somebody. People are sick. There are so many times you can tell a person, I don't want to be with you. I don't want you. I'm not interested. Don't contact me. Don't do this. Don't do that. And they still have a fucking right because they feel like it. Yeah. They don't give a fuck. They fucking feel like it. Mm, They don't care. Because you were on their mind or I feel like you're mine. Stop having possessions over people. That's the real fucking issue. And stop always trying to blame women. Y'all hate women so fucking much. It's so fucking sick. It really is. And people just don't understand. Like, going through shit like that, like you said, like, even, you know, I can't, I don't know what crazy is. Like, I can't determine, oh, well, we broke up and then you just went batshit fucking crazy. That doesn't mean that it was the signs were always there. They're not always the fuck there. No. Like, I have somebody stalking me. I The signs was not necessarily there for me. No. And this shit has been like five years in the fucking making. Like, Mm -hmm. it it makes absolutely no sense. I can't, there's no rhyme or reason behind it. It's just like you said, if that person wants to send you stuff or reach out to you in some way, they're going to fucking do it because they're thrown off. And what people don't realize too is this is traumatic for that girl. Moving Mm -hmm. forward, like, I didn't know, that's why I'm funny about social media. Like, I never share Mm -hmm. my location. I never really try Mm -hmm. to put pictures up where I live at, where I'm at Mm -hmm. until the next day. Like, I'm always, Mm -hmm. and people don't know that, but I purposely do shit like that. I have not Mm -hmm. updated my fucking melanin dress in 10 fucking years. It's always going to be my mother's address like because whenever you change that shit around i don't need nobody being able to google my fucking oh well this is the city she live in i don't need it fucking narrowed down to no city y'all, y'all don't mm-hmm. even realize sometimes y'all be giving the internet gives up too much but back to the point about that fucking girl and that boy stop trying to find a reason to fucking it's like oh damn yo that's fucked up no either way the situation's fucked up that nigga was mm-hmm. bad shit fucking crazy and it's unfortunate that that shit happened to that man but that has nothing to do with that girl like you said that man broke the fuck in her house he broke in. What the fuck was she supposed matter. to do? Have a guard at the door? Like, exactly. What the fuck was she supposed to do uh, if they're asleep? Oh, well, you know, because he was just living there. I don't give a fuck. What does that have to do fuck. with anything? I don't give a fuck. I'm supposed to know he's going to break you. the door down? How because did I know that he, he know that I have a I nigga in here? To say that, how he know that she had a man in there? He went in there to fucking harm her. Exactly. He went in there because he felt like it. He yeah. probably went in there to fucking rape her or something and got even more mad when he she saw a man in there. Like, y'all never mm. understood how the fuck... If I'm asleep and you 
like if we live in a park, she lives in an apartment complex, so you can't even tell that any car parked isn't going into her apartment. Right. He went in there. He don't know if she in there by herself. He went in there for a reason. Exactly. And it wasn't and nothing positive. Exactly. Exactly. It's just so sad. And it probably with all the he probably was about to kill her ass too. Yeah, I agree. But y'all want to always sit there and blame people. She got attacked in her fucking sleep. Mm, in her fucking sleep. By a grown ass man. Right. But somehow it's her fault. And that shit that this person commented, black women can be obsessed. No the fuck nobody ain't fucking obsessed. Black women that really, really, really had fucking exes that won't leave them the fuck alone. They don't want to fucking be bothered. Nobody thinks it's funny. Nobody gives a fuck about being feeling wanted. Nobody feels wanted in that fucking way. Exactly. And guess what? The police don't give a fuck because a lot of the times they don't do anything until something happens. Unfortunately. It has to be something And egregious. you have to go through hell and back exactly. to get fucking protection. So before y'all say stupid shit like that on the fucking internet, do your fucking research. There's more women that are being harassed by fucking exes than y'all ever realize. Motherfuckers right. don't even be posting shit because they're always be, and a lot of times they don't even be fucking exes. It yep. be motherfuckers that just feel like because they fucking like you and mad that you don't like them to fuck back. It's so crazy, and I can't like how the fuck can we control crazy? It's you can't so control crazy. none of that like, shit. You know, you can try to like you fear. said, you can just protect yourself. But what you're not gonna do, whoever the fuck on the internet is, get on here and blame a woman. When she was being fucking attacked. And if he could do some shit like break in her house and beat her fucking ass while niggas in the bed, what the fuck was y'all think it was happening in the relationship? And right. and let's say let's call it fucking spade a spade. Um, Trouble had a girlfriend. Oh shit. Well, this is the other part though. Let's <laughs> say that he didn't spend the night there. What if she spent exactly. the night with him and the nigga still followed her? What the fuck difference exactly. does it make? What if we was out and about and he decided he's seen us and he decided to, to kill him? Like at the end of the day, so could y'all just, so as men, you need to be checking other men and say it's never that deep. Like that's the main thing that y'all need to be doing. It's never that fucking deep. Like yo niggas, like listen, cause I be messing around with different bitches and stuff. Like yo, if I'm with with your bitch and you really love her, you ain't got to do all that, my man. Y'all need to be talking like that. Don't be fucking coming at the woman. Mm -hmm. Talk to these niggas that gets wrapped the fuck up. Basically, what it sound like to me, and based off his picture, I'm sorry, but he looked like trash. I'm like, oh god, she any bitch that fuck with this, like in a relationship with this, and then went with that. I just mm. questioned their whole thing because he didn't seem, and you saying he was broke too? Like, I feel like it seemed like she must have been out of his league to begin with. And he exactly. fucking knew it. He went batshit fucking and crazy and she was done. And what I be telling, and one thing I be saying to people, and I say this to my friends, stop fucking dating niggas that's not in your fucking league. Mm -hmm. Because the thing is that a lot of the times they feel, they try to make you, humble you they try to keep you a hold of you because they don't ever want you to see your fucking worth. Exactly. And they don't want you to get better than them because then it'll make them even more fucking insecure. That nigga never was supposed to be with her. Exactly. Egg fucking Never was exactly. supposed to be with her. And that's another thing. Like, even, like I said, I have dealt with somebody just keep contacting me 
after mm-hmm. I have blatantly said I'm not interested. Going out of their fucking way. Different pages and shit. Exactly. So and it's like, it's weird. Stop so it. Weird. Right. And then y'all get mad when people put fucking paperwork on your ass. Leave, right. Like when somebody say, leave me the fuck alone, leave me the fuck alone. Exactly. And on some real shit, nobody should ever have to say that. I agree. A thousand percent. It's, like, it's, it's wild enough that I feel like you had to be told that. Yeah. One thing about me, somebody fall off, friend, a date, whatever, a job, you not showing interest, I'm gone. Right. right. Motherfuckers ain't got to spell it out for me. I agree. In the event that they do, I'm leaving them alone. Yeah, I agree. Because I don't like feeling stupid as shit. No, and, really these, and people be trying to force people's hands and feel like, oh, I, but I love you. I don't give a fuck. What do I got to do how I feel? I, oh, who I, cares oh, about your feelings? I'm not ready to let you go. That sounds personal. Have, it sounds like you <laughs> you won't want to uh, fucking say that shit to fucking George and sell Block D because you got to go to jail <laughs> fucking around with me. Uh, Leave me the fuck alone. Leave my black ass alone. Leave me alone. It ain't. But y'all, this victim blaming shit is so wild to me, and I feel like y'all wonder. Like I said before, y'all wonder why black women can't be vulnerable because we really only got ourselves. That's a shame. We all about to be lesbians soon. (laughs) It's really fucking fucking true. We about to, and then it's really gonna be. Create or we about to create uh women covens. I was about where to we say each other because at this point we can't really shop, get in because then it'd be girl yeah. on girl crime will go the fuck up. If that should be through yeah, the roof. Say covens, <laughs> we'll have covens. Like <laughs> hey, I can't do other bitches person. Y'all, no. you really gotta create freaking covens with women where they'll be sitting here just really be protecting each other. And helping each other out because you really can't. You can't trust yeah. it when men have these type of ideals. And that's why one of the things about social media, it always tells me what guys never to give a chance to. Just yep. based off the conversations y'all want to have. And I had saw like a post that was like with Amber Heard, um, Megan Thee Stallion, Jada Pinkett. And they were like, one bitch down, two more to go. Y'all are fucking sick. Really? I saw this one guy that posted Jada Pinkett minding her fucking business and was like, I hate this fucking bitch. And I was like, what is wrong with I you? I hate this fucking bitch. I literally verbatim said, I hate this fucking bitch. I said, yo, wow. sick. Sick, 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 sick. Did he really want Will? I'm sorry, because that's at this point, like, that I like don't know a, what it is. A scoring lover, where you may really be hating <laughs> women for no reason. Like to say some shit like that. Mm. Y'all all know I do not fool with Joe Button. I don't fool with academics. I have mm. never posted none of them and said, I hate this fucking nigga. I know. Yeah. I just be like, I can't give you that much attention. Mm. Yeah, I'm like, I'm ready not listen to them. Yeah. Like, exactly. I block academics because he's very nasty to women. And, I can't stand him. Yeah, I, I had to block him. He don't know who the fuck I am. Oh, right. well, I don't want to see his comments in no fucking blocks. I haven't blocked Joe Button because for the most part, he don't come across around me. Right, right. <laughs> Like, I don't see him in the blocks that much. I don't see his tweets. Like, I think I got him muted on Twitter. I don't give a fuck. Right. But at this point, <laughs> I will never say, I fucking hate this. I don't, I just don't care for him. It's weird. Like, it's just weird to even be and the fact, that invested. It's, it's, it's even still the whole convincing that Megan never got shot. <laughs> it's like, 
everything a conspiracy, huh? Okay. Yeah, that's just crazy. I, we just seen a nigga shoot like somebody women. else for no reason. We just seen somebody break into a fucking house and punch a girl in her fucking face and kill somebody for no reason. Right. Didn't even know the man was in there, so why did you break in? Questions right. that need answers. If he didn't, how did he know within a co- apartment complex where there is a bunch of cars, how would he ever know that she had a man in there when he broke in? Right. Let me know how he knew that she had a man in there when he broke in, and then I'll rest my fucking case. How the fuck was he comfortably able to break in, in a, an apartment complex without anybody Who knowing? Who knows? Like, that's said, the other part. The jar. Like, mm-hmm. nobody heard that shit? Because you kind of got to, especially if you kick in, or what did he get? Is a screwdriver and shit and start? Like, you can't do that from the outside of a door. Like, mm-hmm. it has to be, like, you put force into it and nobody heard that shit in question. Somebody it. um said, like, maybe he had, like, still a key and she had, like, a latch on, you know, like, them chain latches, and then he um, broke the door in that way. That but is so crazy. It's like either way, if I put you the fuck out, why would you come back? Like, you get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. If somebody put me out they shit, why the fuck would I double back? But this is how you know it's good. for nothing positive because let's say, you know, whatever like the, the trouble wasn't there, right? Okay, you mm-hmm. came in, you broke in my crib. What was going to happen next? I was about to say we still would have had the story, but we just wouldn't have ever heard about it. It would have been on a new it would have been in the local papers that day that a black woman was killed in her sleep by an ex a jealous ex boyfriend. Yeah. But y'all don't want to address that because then you have to address the fact that this shit is too fucking common. Y'all right. all wanna act like y'all so into stuff and y'all such higher and y'all wanna hold black women accountable. Hold your brothers accountable. Exactly. Stop being women. Stop being so male identified. Just because you these are the type of girls that you aren't doesn't mean they don't deserve to fucking live. Exactly. Just because you never had the you never experienced something doesn't mean from the outside looking in that these women want this attention. That's what fucking crazy ass niggas want you to believe. Mm-hmm. Nobody is begging for this attention. If a motherfucker keep you fucking blocked. If a right. bitch tells you leave me alone, picks your shit up, tell you to leave, she don't want to be with you. Period. It didn't point take blank. for another nigga. It shouldn't even take for another man at all for you to leave somebody alone. Mm-mm-mm. Like I have seen, I had experience where somebody's like, "Oh, well, if you got a boyfriend, just tell me." It. Even if I do, it has nothing to do with why. Why do why I have to have a boyfriend to tell you that I'm not interested? Exactly. I'm just There's not interested. There's nothing about you that's just going to make me interested. Exactly. And exactly. I'm not telling you that. Why? So you can kill her or do something to my boyfriend because you're mad that you can't be with me? That shit is weird. And then now I'm the hood hoe. I'm the bitch in the hood everybody hate because some nigga wanted me. The hood hoe. Because that's what y'all want to say. Y'all always want to blame the women. Too many people fucking dying. Now now I'm the reason, huh? Because your fucking crazy ass wouldn't leave me the fuck alone. I'm going to get a shirt to say that. (laughs) (laughs) Can that be the title? (laughs) That should definitely be the title. Now I'm the hood, huh? 
Oh, you was funny as hell. But no, I, I, I agree. No, real shit, though. I just, and you know what? It's just the male fucking ego. Like, it's it just is. is. And like, I was just telling um, a friend of mine how, like, I had DM'd some boy I went to high school with to ask him a question. Granted, it was two in the morning, but it was a valid fucking question. This motherfucker, and I'm like, you know, I wasn't going to type it. I wanted to discuss it. And I'm like, you know, um, I want to discuss something with you. It was very, like, very, very platonic the way I was talking. When we did talk, he was real hyped to respond. And the first thing he said to me was, oh, I thought you was trying to throw me some pussy. And I was like, wow. wait, what? I'm not trying to put your age out there, but you're grown as hell. So girl, like, like wow. and, so and mind you, me. Yeah. And he was like, you know, cause um, what did he say? Because I'm um I'm a married man or whatever. And I said, okay, right. I said, so I would DM you on purpose at late at night and try to throw you pussy. When did I I don't even I've never flirted with this man. And I've known him since Why I was a teenager. I've never flirted like with him a day in my life. But my point like is... Even if it was a Why did you tell me that? Well, I feel like you just wanted to... You wanted that to be a thing. And it, and I shut it down. And it was like you kept trying to push the issue. Maybe that's what you're going to tell people when we hang the fuck up. Like, oh, yeah, Tasha reached out to me. And, you know, yeah, I think she wanted... No, the fuck I didn't. I, and I no never will. Nope. Um, But my point of saying that is, is the fucking male ego. And men can be really fucking delusional to me. I realize men are mm-hmm. way more delusional than women are about oh, themselves yeah. about their reality about their potential because i told y'all before that delusional shit begins that shit crazy. do get you far it gets you far as fuck that's I why agree. men are <laughs> that's why we in the fucking issues that we are with men it's because you really they convinced themselves a lot of these half-ass ain't shit motherfuckers have convinced themselves that they're so great even they don't have anything that now everybody else think they're so great which is so weird to me. Like, why the like, fuck would I? Why would I want you? Can you please? If you can spell out ten things that's non-sexual, that it would be the reason why I want you. Then we can have a conversation and, and tell me why you' about to leave with the money you don't have. Right, like, cause don't tell me about how good you will cook when you don't have money to buy the food with. Like, I don't want to mm. hear that. Yeah. <laughs> and you gotta use my electric to fucking make the food with. I don't want to hear that. Or you, you know, you real spontaneous and it's like, well, uh, but you don't have a job or a passport, so we can't go anywhere. It's like that part. But yeah, I just feel like protection of, uh, I know that's right, Eric. He said a delusional man is much more dangerous than a delusional woman. Oh yeah. I rarely ever agree with you, but when you're right, you're fucking right. Right. But um yeah, that that's a word to end off with. Thank you guys for tuning in with us this week. We Absolutely. appreciate you guys so much. Um make sure you listen, um, rate, review, subscribe on Apple, Spotify, Google, and SoundCloud. You can connect with us on Instagram at JST Let It Glow and on Twitter at just let it glow. Um, we're on TikTok too, but those two main things you can connect with us there. Also, we still want to do the throwback episode. Um, <laughs> shout out to Jerome on Twitter. Yeah, um, bad, big bad Roman. Um, his his podcast is gathered them. 
podcast, he definitely said we should do the blind item throwback um, episode. So I'm excited. If you guys have any throwbacks, definitely send us to it on our Instagram or on our email at justletitglowpod at gmail. Um, thank you guys so much for listening. We appreciate you. Let us know your thoughts on this episode. Absolutely. And until we tune in the next